1: Take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way way they were.
0: Hi, Chatel. Hi, Grania. (laughs) How are you? Or should I say, how are you now that you're obviously part of the Hollywood elite, having been to the BAFTAs?
1: I saw the pictures. Bent. I'm exhausted. I've been you, razzle is it, dazzle. Is Rebecca Wilson
0: just texting you nonstop
1: now? Is Benedict <laughs>
0: Cumberbatch not left you alone ever since? Is Gaga at your doorstep trying to get into the flat? <laughs> you
1: know, what? it was like genuinely fabulous and so surreal. Two things. First of all, well, three things. Award shows are run by like the coolest women in the whole world like it's just all like really? really cool really cool women in like the 30s 40s 50s who really like cool really like really hardworking, and you always get a glimpse that they've got really cool like personal lives and a fabulous kitchen
0: oh they all were like, know, like they, can wear, they can wear neutrals and whites and never have to worry about staining they're just
1: fabulous like fabulous at so wood. All those things run by the coolest women in the world. Two, you know, they say as you get older, policemen look younger. Yes. And there's another caveat. As you get older, you realize celebrities are now children. Oh, I know. <laughs> Tell me who are the kids you're dealing with? There was, they're just so because I was working, I was like working on this script for the presenters. So the people presenting the awards. You know, you think celebrities like glamorous Elizabeth Taylor, all these like like that sort of, in your head. You think that's what celebrity fame is. I love that for you, Gwanya,
0: in twenty twenty two, when the word celebrity comes out, you think Elizabeth Taylor.
1: <laughs> that's that's where you're still totally. at. Actually, Ava Gardner, stars, darling
0: stars. There's a bunch of old dead people. All right, go on. And then where's Howard Hughes? <laughs>
1: like at these like glamorous events and somebody's brought towards you and they're going to read out the thing and, and they're born like, in 2010 it's like unbelievable you're like oh my god you look like your friends of my niece like <sighs> so young and so like really like super polite you know really like eager and nervous but then like just um, like there was this I won't say who but there's this one presenter who was reading out his intro of what he was going to say and then I realized he didn't know what a plum meant. <gasps> he didn't know what a plum meant. I'm oh, like, golly. Oh, no. oh god.
0: Oh god! He left god. school before they got to the education of English language part. He just thought he was too good looking and too talented <sighs> he had to go.
1: Fabulous, but like this, this, and I looked at me. He's like this famous, incredibly successful, gorgeous actor, and I'm giving him a thumbs up because he said a plum right. <laughs> oh, and also, as a, he's already presented at the bastards,
0: I don't think he needs a thumbs up now. Like He's made it. Like, he's done it. <laughs> he's already there. <laughs> So just just fabulous. were there any like were there any like divas or anything any gossip I know you can't tell names but was there any like was there any like scandal backstage anyone who was like throwing a
1: strop or anything or was everyone easy peas
2: genuinely the vibe
1: was again this is going to sound nuts but backstage of the so I was at the bit of the stage where the auto queue was there and it was all the presenters and they would go through the auto queue and then go on stage and oh you think I'm so thin- jealous I'm but so you- jealous <laughs> but you would think okay these are like hollywood stars like literal hollywood stars but what is they're all like 12 and secondly they're all if you're an actor on a set you're used to doing like small quiet performances and it's subtle and it's like there's mm-hmm. 10 people maybe in the room and you forget they aren't like used to it's a different skill to be able to like you know deliver a natural scene to performing to a thousand people on live yeah. television and they were so nervous like really? unbelievably panicked I'm gonna faint nervous that's crazy it was like so nervous and then it was like this real feeling of because everybody was like you know people were going through you know because it was like a light well it was recorded. it doesn't go out live, but it's all recorded as light it genuinely felt like a school play about like this really like, high budget school play like an activity play. play the local the local primary Yes, yeah, all these people shuffling along and i'm up next and, oh i'm really nervous and oh off you go yay <claps> genuinely it was like play them all, and they come back well done well
0: done guys well done go on go on start and get your get your quarter of an orange and some yeah. juice and then head back to your seat like you handled that with, with a plum. There we go. <laughs> Was there anything that you wanted to break up away at the BAFTAs? Was there anything that you didn't like? Or, um, or just this week, but the end of this whole week has just been BAFTAs, BAFTAs, BAFTAs.
1: So I just want to get together with award shows. As we said before, we're a pro
0: award show
1: podcast. I mean, if
0: listeners don't know that now, I mean, come on. This show, this show might as well be called We Love Award Season. <laughs> come the end, when Oscars come March 28th, the first episode after that so is going to be me and Gragna being like... What's up? Everything, nothing to look forward to until next January. <laughs> we do
1: rubbish. We descend into darkness and then we exactly. emerge bright-faced in November when they That's start right. making good films again. So I want to uh, stick with award shows because I think they are fabulous, gorgeous people in dresses. Why not? And I want to break up with um, anybody who slags off award shows and presenters and jokes and blah, blah, blah. It's like, we all need a little bit of razzle dazzle. I totally agree. I totally agree.
0: 100%. 100%. I've, I've, I don't like anyone who puts down, I host, as you well know, as you well know, and as you're attending, I hold an Oscars party every year. Very proud of it. And the one thing I will not abide as people come into this awards party, which I've had before and being like, oh, it's just a bunch of rich people in a room celebrating other rich people, and it's just a bunch of rich folks. Like, oh, you know what, mate? Why don't you just go back to your fucking poor, broke-ass apartment in the middle of Battersea or whatever the fuck hellhole it is you live in, and don't come to my Oscars party then and put down my great. This is literally bigger than my birthday, bigger than New Year's, bigger than Christmas. This is my fucking ball game. This is-, this is my Super Bowl. This is all I care about. I don't know who's president, but I know who won Best Cinematographer '97. All right, and they deserved it. And this means more to me than anything else. You can put down the dresses. That's why we're here. Put down the speeches. Make fun of them being a bit too earnest. I love that. Mm-hmm. But do not put down the sanctity of the Oscars yeah. and award shows in general. The Oscars Preach. being obviously the pinnacle. And Preach. I'm glad that you, I mean, this is why you and I are, are a team here growing it. So, yes, we're on the same side. Fully well, agree.
1: Speaking of Speaking of razzle dazzle. <laughs> speaking of razzle dazzle and superstars, our guest is absolutely incredible she is gorgeous she's beautiful and she's actually the twist is she's funny as well she has eyebrows to die for as oh well. speaking of elizabeth taylor there I we mean go call could she even actually the, the person on who's our guest she, she, actually, actually, dressed could. Up, yeah. she, she actually could yeah she actually dressed up as elizabeth taylor at my friend's halloween party i can see the I... heart-shaped face yeah and i said oh my god you're elizabeth taylor in the flintstones part two and she was like why did you think i was the i mean Flint- I, I would have gone with Kat and a hot tin roof but I okay know. you do you I I just spoken to you since aside from tonight <laughs> she is the absolutely fantastic rosie holt the, the way, way they were <laughs> hi rosie hi rosie <laughs> hi guys
0: Thank you for being here. We're so happy to see you. For the listeners at home, she looks great. Beautiful. She looks great. The skin's looking good. Drop the routine whenever you're yes. ready. great.
2: Thank you. An English rose. It is. I'm very jealous. Thanks so much, guys. I've, I've set up a light behind the laptop for the precise uh, point. There's no shame in that, my great. friend. There's no shame. Good <laughs> lighting and self-care. True Truzies. <laughs>
1: We're a very romantic podcast. Do you consider yourself a romantic person?
2: I am definitely a romantic person. My mom is a romantic novelist, so I feel. <gasps> really? I, oh um, my god, that's yeah. so exciting. So, and she's very romantic and I yeah. Yeah, I love a good romance. Oh wow. It has a- <laughs> Hasn't happened for me yet, guys, oh, but there's any day still now. time. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> what kind of How romantic? Is she more of a Mills and Boone or more of like a Danielle Steele? No, neither. She's more, she's sort of kind of romantic comedy in book form. I love it. Oh, she's writing rom-coms. Yes. yes, written rom-coms. Oh, I love this. I love this. It's great. How did that influence
1: your, like, is that a lot of pressure? If your mother is living in a world in her head of romantic Seriously. comedies, how did that affect your view of romance growing up? It's
2: Fucked me up. No, he, been, he, <laughs> <laughs> he screwed me up. Was well, so my parents are very happily married, which I know people in regard as a good thing, and it, of course it is a good thing. But I think it does. It, I guys, I think it does something weird to your brain because you go, ah, oh, well, they've got that. That means why haven't I got that? I should be getting that, and then you just keep getting disappointed, and. Then suddenly you're in your 30s and you're single. And you're like, what What was oh, this about?
0: What happened? They, they got what together go when they were 19.
2: Yeah. 19. 19. Bloody
1: hell. Jesus. Give other people a break, guys.
2: My yeah.
0: goodness.
1: Did your mum ever use your love life as inspiration? Did you ever see any of your personal stories pop up in any
2: of her books? Yes, actually. But I'd forgotten about it until that she had one bit where I think some guy was saying all these wonderful things and then didn't didn't call the next day and it was something I told her the week before and I was like oh hang on a second she said oh my this God. Way, if it ever gets tv rights you can play it in the tv <laughs> because it's
0: you that makes it better that makes it okay usually your heartbreak for her to, for to make money from but don't worry one day you can do it too oh
1: goodness that must have been fun Let's have a look at the couple that you picked. Oh right, okay. Thank you, yeah. Chantelle doesn't know who the couple is, so I've come up with a few clues. If she doesn't, so so far she's had a full winning streak. Which is my—it's
0: more (laughs) pressure every week, guys. One—it's the pressure on me.
2: This might be the one that breaks
0: you. I don't say that. You're meant to be on my side here, Rosie. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. So I'm worried. I'm 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 nervous. Okay. The year. Our Lovers Find Each Other uh-huh. is in the dark, misty, sepia-coloured days of 2012. 2012. Okay. okay. 2012. Okay, let me set the scene. UK hosts the third Olympic Games. Prime Minister David Cameron leaves his daughter at a pub. The artist wins best film at the Oscars. In 2012, this couple found love. You don't have to be a professor to know... They weren't made in heaven. This Uptown Girl and Stander, still had us wrapped around their finger. Oh shit.
0: We got a British couple, don't we? It's involving soap operas. Okay. All right. Fuck. This is going to break me, I think. I think we found the one that's going to break me. Okay. Uptown Girl. I mean, the only Uptown Girl I know is Elton John and it's Christy Brinkley, and she didn't get with
1: anyone in 2012. Made for what did you say about professor? You don't have to be a professor to know professor. they weren't made in heaven. Made in heaven, twenty twelve.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, are they English or are they American? They're English. They are English. Shit a yeah. brick. Fuck. Oh god. Made in <laughs> who's a maid? What's the Eastenders? Oh no, I don't know who this is. Made is an M A I D or M A D E? It's M A I D, isn't it? M A D E. I think this might have broken me. I don't know. I think this is some British couple that I don't know about from Senders.
1: Are they really famous? Rosie. Rosie, do you have any other clues? Yeah, do you have any clues other clues, Rosie? One time I guess gave clues? me a clue and it worked. Don't let this
2: be it for me. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is really unhelpful clues that probably won't help. Try, it's better than nothing. <laughs> I'm working on nothing. I have got my as low. She, she, she once said about him... He floors you with his wit. He floors you with his wit. (laughs) (laughs) You could say they were an unlikely couple. They were an unlikely couple. Yeah, they're They're a very unlikely couple. Was there an age gap?
1: Not an age gap. Let's say if it was made into a Disney film, it would be Lady and the Tramp. Yes. Yeah. And they're definitely
0: both properly famous. These weren't like... These weren't, like, people that I... Have I definitely heard of them?
2: They were, like, my favourite couple, so, yeah, I think they were probably famous. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? I think I've... I think, or, I've, Yeah, I don't
0: know. Unless you have any other clues for me, but I'm, I'm worried. I think this may have killed me. I think, I think we've done it. You I'm really sorry, bitch!
1: <laughs> Rosie, put Chantel out of her misery. Yeah, I can't guess this. Who
2: is it? Tell me, tell me. So, I need to know. It was Made in Chelsea star, Millie Mackintosh, and... Rapper Professor Green. Oh, Professor Green and <laughs> Millie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, the
0: clues about Professor. Oh, God. I was miles yeah. off. The East. It's the East Ender. The East Ender thing completely I threw know. me. The East Ender. I was totally thinking of an actor. All I could think about was Daniela Westbrook and Brian Harvey. That's all I thought of the whole time. <laughs> and I, and I, or like, I was like, did Martine McCutcheon get with someone at one point? I was miles away. And I was a big fan of this couple. I've, I've watched. I'm the only person left in England yeah, who still which is made in great. chelsea i thought those were really good clues now I just it say, makes sense
2: but independent observer
0: i would have brought up the neck tattoo because of the stabbing i'm just saying that would have helped me if i'd had it. or the pizza place now he has the pizza place with gizzy all of that is yet to come what an exciting couple oh, i love this couple need-
1: one of my favorite wedding we need- dresses as well <laughs> oh her wedding dress so gorgeous heavenly okay first of all The first question everybody asks about a couple but what do their astrological signs say? Question that only Grania asks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Grainne is the only person that cares.
1: (laughs) Millie McIntosh is a Leo. Professor Green aka Stephen Paul Manderson is a Sagittarius. Now surprisingly enough according to Love Match that's a 75% match. 75. They say Leo and Sagittarius are a good fiery combination of signs. And when they come together, they inevitably fall in love. However, Sagittarius, a.k.a. Professor Green, might lose interest in Leo, Millie, because they tend to get pushed away by their static, fixed nature. I mean,
0: that doesn't sound like Millie McIntosh. 75%
1: 75%, that was good. I mean, they lasted a relatively long-ish time before she went back to her one true love. If people are listening and they don't know who Professor Green and Millie McIntosh are, how would you describe them as a couple, they romance.
2: Okay, so Millie McIntosh was in Made in Chelsea. I think she was only in the first three, maybe the first three seasons. But she was like very, very posh and uh, talked in this sort of drawl like this and very rich. And then he, Professor Green was this like cool, new, exciting talent. But also he was kind of funny. He had this song called... I think it was called I Need You Tonight. It was very, I thought, very witty, actually. Witty witty music video. And they met and they fell in love. And it was really lovely because they were so different because he was very, like, he'd had quite a sort of tortured upbringing with violence and things like that. And then she only sort of, her ex-boyfriend was this guy called Hugo who also tortured in this drawl. And then this was just a kind of new, exciting romance of two people from different worlds like romeo and juliet but in a modern way they just were romantic they were it was really a- romantic and they got married and they looked so sweet on the carpet together because she was also like polished and beautiful but he was kind of cool you know with those those chelsea stone squares so that you don't i feel in england they don't they don't do that very often they're no, just, they don't, they don't they leave the circle. Their own no, They stick to kind. It's true. Aren't. So I was like, yeah, that's right. Class is changing. Class isn't important anymore. Millie's with Professor Green. And maybe he'll make her funnier because she always seemed a little humorless. So I believed in them. I believed that they could make each other Better. Well, let's find out a little bit about their background. So,
1: Professor Green was brought up in Hackney in Clapton, and he sort of had quite a chaotic background. He was, he said, that he smoked a lot of cannabis when he was younger, but he was really smart and he dreamed of being a lawyer. But he suffered quite a lot from mental health. Then in his early twenties, his dad passed away. So that was a big catalyst in his life. He's like, right, I'm not gonna be able to survive this if I'm still doing drugs. So he stopped doing drugs. Then he um released his own mixtape. He got discovered by Mike Skinner. Then he rose to success. So he's like the cool, like London rapper everybody's really excited about. Meanwhile, Millie Macintosh is also coming to a moment in fame with Maiden Chelsea. She is the great-granddaughter of Uncle Harold and Douglas McIntosh, who created Quality Street. Mm -hmm. She's basically Millie Quality Street. Yeah. And they meet when Millie poses on the cover of FHM. Oh, RIP FHM. So romantic. (laughs) So 2011, she poses on FHM. Professor Green sees it and he falls in love. So he gets his publicist to contact her and they go on a date so i actually have them talking about the date which i'm going to put into our chat
2: i'm looking so uh That's who would so like exciting. to be professor green i'm not going to be professor green simply because i've been accused on the internet of being classist whenever i do accents so unless they're posh i don't want to anger with my um trolls um, gonna be... I will do him
0: because, number one, no one knows me on the internet.
2: And, uh, number
0: two, I'm equally bad at all accents, so I can't really be offending anyone. This is him talking about their first date. All right, so this is all him, okay? Yeah. I took her to the show for our first date. I said to her, you're not really the sort of bird I would go for. And she said, yeah, you're not the type of guy I normally go out with. I normally go for bad boys. She just called me a good boy, but in a clever way. I was like, I'm into her. So beautiful.
2: <laughs> it's, so it's so romantic. Do you romantic. think your mum could write dialogue like she that? She wishes. She <laughs> wishes. Hey. Look, my mum's a talented writer, but I don't think I don't think she could. She's not she the of green. No. <laughs> okay, Rosie. So now you are playing Millie. I'd been watching Frozen Planet and he seemed to know a lot of facts about polar bears, which I loved. And after that, we had a lot of text banter. He can be quite rude and sarcastic, which I like. When I met Steve, I was in this like unhappy party circuit bubble, which was quite unhealthy, but he has brought out the best side of me. I feel happy and secure now.
0: I forgot he was called Steve. I forget he's called Steve. That was a really good Millie McIntosh, by the way. That was really, I was like, you know, where was Rosie. That was really good. Rosie,
1: what, when you, so when you imagine those early days, what, how, why do you think they got on so well?
2: Like, why do you think they sparked? She's like I posh, blonde girl. Just two different worlds, isn't it? What that's, I think that was one of the things I liked about them was I was like, how did this happen? She said, I remember she said on Maiden Chelsea, she was talking about him and she said that he, yeah, he said that he could floor people with his wit and she also said that he is so intelligent and I don't she, think, I feel bad saying this, I'm not sure how intelligent she is. And I think he is. So I think she was like, Mm -hmm. wow, he's clever. He's also like a bit of rough. And then he was like, wow, she's this like glamorous, rich, beautiful lady who laughs at my jokes and thinks I'm uh, very clever. Maybe it was simple as that. Or maybe Mm -hmm. it was just the power of love. And sometimes you don't know why you fall in love with people. You just do imagine because i think you know to have
1: created the career he has you know from the start that he had he must be so charismatic and smart and focused and i think compared to the
2: guys she would have been used to there would have been he must have seemed so interesting well that exactly i mean made in chelsea the men are so sort of pleased with themselves without anything to back it up because none of them are interesting they're just rich and have got nice faces in a certain way. And it might have changed, Adèle. It might have got better, but oh no, maybe it hasn't. Thinking, <laughs> it's, it's the same. <laughs> I'm thinking, why are all these women running after these inadequate men? Really, I could deal with it. They have like been through yeah. with the lads,
0: and then they just lie to their girlfriends and cheat on them all the time.
2: And uh, when fun, this was happening, oh, sorry. Fun fact. No, which, here we go. Fun, actually, fact, fun should, fact, guys. I shouldn't share. She once went on a date with my brother. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he'd want that out there.
0: <laughs> that a personal connection. Oh my goodness. How did it go? I think badly. Obviously, it was it one day. We didn't say was... she once <laughs> dated. She went on a date with
2: your she brother. She went on a date. <laughs> she went on a date with my brother. pre not... Chelsea. And was he not feeling the vibes or was she not feeling the vibes? I think he was quite intimidated. He said, he asked what she did and she pushed over this card which said it girl
0: <laughs> i love her even more now
2: that's amazing oh good for her
1: i love that she had a card oh good for her well done millie so far maybe she's she works in hang on maybe she was working in it <laughs> <You're right. laughs> so think so 2012 is when they were together what was going on in your love life at the time were you searching for your
2: professor green Twenty twelve. So I was at drama school, so I was having sex (laughs) with (gasps) various unsuitable actors, but nothing was as opposed to all those
0: totally together mentally stable actors of which there's so many, I'm sure.
2: (laughs) So (laughs) many. Yeah. In fact, I I was seeing this guy who was uh he was from from a different different background, wrong side the tracks. Who I really, was amazing. Yeah, and then my friend accused me of. She said, "Since you've been dating him, you've been listening to R and B and wearing combat trousers." And I said, "This is a lie. I've always listened to R and B and worn combat trousers." But it didn't work out. <laughs> Oh no, Rosie, were you, was
0: there a bit of appropriation vibes happening? Were you, were you becoming that posh white, white girl with us? Oh, God. Did you start saying things turned turn nothing,
2: whack? There was nothing problematic about it at all. I'd like to state that for the record. I love the combat <laughs> dress so that's as far as you went. <laughs> You didn't do, like, a beat poetry or... Slam poetry, Gron, you slam poetry. I I did start a career in rap, uh, short-lived, didn't go anywhere, died at the first rap. rap.
0: So you were living your little Millie dreams then, you really were
2: inspired by her, this is amazing. Yeah, I was directly influenced by Millie and uh, I thought, yeah, I may not, you know, have quality streets. But I do have a poshish accent and we'll yeah, go with that. Yeah. So that works. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can pull it you can pull yeah. it off definitely. Yeah.
2: Well, so back to Lady and the Trump. Uh
1: so even though they just met in 2012, in 2013, that's, that's only a year later, they get engaged. And then they don't mess about. That same year they get married in a gorgeous, oh, gorgeous. ceremony at Babington House. Gorgeous ceremony, gorgeous dress, gorgeous
0: suits, gorgeous air. Oh, everything about that wedding was dreamy. Very English, classic English country wedding. Mm -hmm. She looked insane. Oh God, it was so good. Did you all love the dress? Was it just me? Everyone in agreement. It's one of the best.
1: Think about Guys, that dress I can't remember
0: and her the hair dress. and the breeze. Oh my God, Rosie! Oh, get, get yourself onto gonna, Google gonna, and look it up. I'm going to Google it right now. I want your reaction. It's just in very real time. sort of. It's not over the top. It's just understated, which is my favorite kind of wedding dress. Either understated or totally trashy. Those are my, those are the two options for me. And she went understated and gorgeous and simple and elegant. Her hair was gorgeous. Her makeup. I thought she looked remarkable. Oh. She's seen it, guys. She's oh, seen you're it.
2: Right, it's lovely. He's wearing Bruce Thitt and he's really smiley. She looks really nice. I know. They look lovely together. So things seem to be going
1: really strong. Uh, at 2014, Professor Green leaps to her defense at a party in November, calling her former Made in Chelsea co star Spencer Matthews a. C star 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 key. We can say count. Did I, I, mean, I do I enough did. stars? <laughs> I, just, I just
0: said it. I just said it.
1: <laughs> uh, I was trying to in my head. I was like, you put it, the letters, and well, I was you, like, I think I said. You said count. Stars.
0: <laughs> I think you spelled count, which he probably is actually in real life, Spencer. So I think both uh, are um, true.
1: After the reality TV loudmouth called Millie a show pony. So I think that's quite romantic. You know, your yeah. your your husband sticking up for
2: you when your like arrogant old co-worker starts slagging you off. Also, can I just say I would love to go out with a guy who would actually call someone a cunt who disrespected me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's so lovely. Because mm-hmm. going if you're going out with some kind of posh Sloaney Maiden Chelsea type, he's not gonna call them a cunt. He'll, He'll say wanker no. or something, or twat. He won't even say yeah. that. He'll just be like, that was very strong. Or he'd be like, no, I'll take him aside at the next hunting I don't know. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. Have a a word with him. It's not the same. It's not the same like kind no. of caveman, I'm protecting my woman. Also, I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah, in
0: a, in a really modern, modern, progressive feminist way. <laughs> in a really way.
1: modern, feminist way. <laughs> Maybe she's called <laughs> Lily Allen a cunt because Lily Allen slagged Professor Green off we don't know maybe she also you know has like you know defended his honour in front of co-workers maybe that was
0: their that was their Valentine's Day guys that's what they oh, did oh, no, alright so. we all celebrate love differently they call people cunts um, I'm, I'm here for it
1: um, it seems like they do have fun in a night out so I'm going to give you so who is who's Professor Green I'm Professor Green okay I'm going to give you a quote from Professor Green okay. this is what he said
0: one of our most priceless moments to New York. I gotta go deep for London. One Tony, most, Tony. I gotta go. I gotta go deep for London. One of our most priceless moments was during our honeymoon in Capri. We were trying to be well behaved and keep it low key, but then we met these other newlyweds from Chelsea, and they insisted on a big night. I remember bumping into Chris De at one point, who I met when I did the Extra Factor. He kept singing "Lady in Red" at Millie as she was lying on the floor plastered, and then anyone else who would listen. That was mental. We called it a night after that. <laughs> that does sound mental. In his defense,
1: yeah. But what a story! What a story.
0: story! Krista Berg singing "Lady in Red" to your passed-out wife. <laughs> <laughs> and he met krista berg on extra factor which is so zealous i love that she met him then and also he said she was lying on the floor plastered so the idea is no one helped her up not krista berg <laughs> not professor green not anyone from chelsea was no let her lie there the little thin limbs just flayed
1: out on the floor in capri what a night well so even that auspicious star there are storm clouds coming. Uh, reports of them fighting in public start sort of trickling about. Um, they continue to fight off ru- splish rumours. And they overcompensate by putting up quite intimate pictures on Instagram. Yeah, I remember this time. That's right. Behind
0: closed doors, they're okay. calling each other cunts. But on Instagram, it's all loved up. You can always tell there's too many loved That's up sad. photos on Instagram. It's going splitsville. Yeah. yeah do you remember all that Rosie all those really loved up photos they were doing you just knew it's oh, coming, they just had it's a coming fight. back to and me now they're putting a the picture up oh it's really sad it's too sad do you find that Rosie do you find whenever you see like any couple that puts up loads of photos of themselves looking happy do you just is it just me or do you just presume oh they're miserable Do you just presume they just had a fight <laughs> or they're just constantly I never think what a happy couple I just feel like because all the happy couples I know don't do that So whenever I see that, I just presume you're just constantly fighting. And you literally, you just broke up and you just got back together again and you put a photo up. Don't you think?
2: No, I I guess you're right. I'm always like, oh, they're
0: so in love. Oh, because you're a romantic. Because (laughs) Rosie the Riveter is a little romantic and she believes
1: it. And I like that. (laughs) Well, despite all the pictures to their Instagram followers, they admit you know, things are difficult and this is I, I cannot believe this is true, but it must be because it was on the internet. They finally respond to divorce rumours by saying they are having marriage therapy from TV consultant Dr. Linda Papadopoulos. Oh, that's you. I know I trust Linda
0: Papadopoulos. She's the really pretty Greek one. Isn't she? She's yeah. the really, she's the American one. Isn't she American? I think so. I yeah. would trust she that bitch up. of my life.
1: I'm she a big was on fan every Dr. single Linda. show. <laughs> Every, it was Big Brother, yep. she'd pop up in every single show. She'd come show. with her,
0: um, her brown hair with caramel highlights and she'd come on with like mauve lipstick and be like, what do they need to do actually? And she has these beautiful big brown eyes and I would love to have her, I'm with them, I'm surprised it didn't
1: work <laughs> because I think Linda could fix anyone. So well done, <laughs> yeah, Millie, I mean, well done just, Steve and Millie. But I just love that even like their marriage counsellor has a TV profile. <laughs> like that's a lot uh, but sadly it doesn't work Professor Green fans notice has unfollowed Millie McIntosh he got quite petty the,
0: towards the end he got he quite petty unfollowed he her it was great fun and to then, watch <laughs> no it was sad and then in, it was sad but it was also fun
1: <laughs> then in January somebody works out that Millie has been on 11 holidays in 10 months I mean so they've only been married about a year and a half She's been on 11 holidays in 10 months. And then a few weeks later, their divorce is announced. So, Rosie, why do you think they split? <laughs> what went
2: wrong?
0: <laughs>
2: so much in common, so, these crazy kids. I was so sad when they split up. I think maybe they were just too different. They just didn't have a lot in common after all. And the differences was what made it exciting and what was what was so brilliant about it. Because you thought, yeah, you could be different and you fall in love. But no, she ended up she ended up going back to her own. So she knew like, exactly yeah, she novel. had to. She tried it. I don't, I'm with I'm with Rosie
0: on this. though. I think they probably split up. I think they were only together because they had fun at parties, being Millie and Professor Green. <laughs> I think they just found it funny. <laughs> and they're like, Look, he's like that, and I'm like yeah, this. Mental, isn't it? And then they like had really fun going out and like hanging out with Krista Berg and her getting shit faced all the time. And then when it came down to actually like married life and hanging out one on one, do you not feel that after? they got over the kind of novelty of each other. They realised
2: there wasn't actually a lot there to go on. I think, well, because that was one of the things, wasn't it? She got with Hugo super quickly after they divorced. Mm -hmm. And I remember back in Made in Chelsea season one, she really liked Hugo and he didn't treat her very well. He was a bit contemptuous of her and a bit like whatever... And then that was why it was cool. And she got with this guy who liked her and was fun. But no, then Hugo, as soon as Hugo was interested, she went back to him. I yeah. feel like
0: she never really shook off Hugo. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. Professor was like, you stop texting your ex all the time.
2: So
1: after the split, mm-hmm. Millie, three months later, is back with her former flame,
2: Hugo. It's very. Three, quick. Months. three months. Professor
1: Green takes it in a very casual way. He just posts. <laughs> He's very casual and relaxed about it, only casually referring to the relationship in an update that I have sent to you, Chantal.
0: Oh my God, the amount of work I put into this. Jesus. Why did I so let she, Rosie choose? She had she gets, she gets one millisecond. Millie, Millie didn't say anything. <laughs> she she was, really she didn't. Was... <laughs> Dignified silence for Millie. She Dignified was raised Dignified silence. Me. This is an Instagram poop. All right. Over 3 million records sold, a few top 10s, including a number one for two weeks, loads of top 40s, tours, shows to God knows how many thousands of people, all off of the back of my hard work, lives saved by the work I've done, by putting my own suffering out there to help others through the seven hit documentaries I've made, and all when I started with nothing. No chip on my shoulder about it, just facts. Take that in and then try to understand how fresh Frustrating it is to constantly have my name mentioned next to a person whose only claim to fame is me. I've been so quiet this whole time, but I'm so bored of PR spinning headlines because there isn't anything else she does of any relevance to speak about apart from holiday. Speak about my work, do that. Criticize it if you want. I'm cool with polarizing people. I never wanted everyone to love me, but stop! spinning everything I say to keep bringing up one bloody mistake I made. So he's pissed off that she's... Number one... Okay, sorry, I know... I have something to say about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. But how dare he? How dare he say that she's only famous because of him? He needs to get real. I agree. That's so unfair.
2: That she is... was famous in her own
0: right. Thank you. That is so Kanye Taylor. I made that bitch famous. Uh, no, you didn't, Professor. She was already yeah. doing quite well without you. Thank you. <laughs> he needs to get real. No chip on my shoulder aside from everything I'm saying this entire, the entire thing here. It's all fish and chips on his
2: shoulders. Bitter bitter
0: that's how he, he came really across was bitter I, broke I don't remember this but i remember a lot of his twitter about it was he was a bitter bitter man he is not a fan yeah. of his ex they're not friends are they it's not amicable split well she said it was amicable but it clearly
2: wasn't <gasps> oh she's it's, lied she does
0: lied oh, to everyone she, she
2: was dignified because she didn't respond to any of his sniping but then that's because she had a new a new bow she's that's got her man the one that got away. She got the she real got one. back. Well,
1: so then we're kind of up to date. So Millie and Hugo get married in 2018. They now have two children. And Professor Green went out with somebody else after Millie. And he was mad. She was like kind of like a sexed up version of Millie. She was very like glamorous. That didn't work. But now he's with actress Karima McAdams. And they have... This month, announced the they are having a baby. Oh, well, Aww. congratulations.
0: That's cute. And he makes pizza. That's all I know about it now. He makes, And it is. I tried his pizza only a few months ago. I really wanted to dislike it because it's incredibly expensive. I hate to say this. It was fucking incredible. It was really amazing where, where, pizza. Where did you get it? It's Gizzy where and Green's. It? Gizzy. I got it. I had it delivered, but it's gizzy. I think they're in Bethnal green. Really, I can't recommend it enough. It's fucking extortionate, but it's really tasty, unfortunately.
1: So we have Millie Macintosh living her Sloan girl fancy life. Pictures with her and Hugo in like hunting gear mm. with her gorgeous children, you know, matching wellies. Oh, she looked amazing pregnant as well. She made pregnancy look great gorgeous but we also have professor green still churning out the hits still uh, you know hang on a minute what is it huh <laughs> that
0: was weird know. i think is our producer gonna pop on and say you're not you're not allowed to lie on this podcast because <laughs> churning out the hits <laughs> name one
1: I, I don't know i wanted i, I I wanted to say turning out the hits in case it turned out he was like, you know, headlining Glastonbury and I haven't been aware of his That's music for like 12 <laughs> years. Yeah, That's no, has not happening. Hits. <laughs> but as we all know, in any breakup, there can only be one winner. Mm-hmm. So it's the question that the whole podcast is driving towards. In the breakup between Millie
2: McIntosh and Professor Green, who thrived... And who just survived? Come on, Rosie, what do you think? Millie thrived, he just survived, surely. Quick answer, but yeah. I have to agree. I can elaborate, but it's. it's
0: it, I feel like the case is strong. I yeah. think she would have thrived even if she hadn't gotten with Hugo as well.
1: I think she'd just be yeah. doing a lot better. She's, she's, she's a strong lady. I think posh English women, they seem to be very, like, Resilient. very, like, just get on with it. Mm, it seems yeah. very like, there's a particular yeah. type that seems to
0: always do fine. It does help if you're like preternaturally gorgeous. <laughs>
1: that, seems to, <laughs> yeah.
0: that seems to really help out if you're young and pretty and thin. Mm. That's also a nice little tick. <laughs> do
1: you think Millie, when he was like spacing all this stuff online about her and, you know, Billy, uh, Millie's back in her, you know, happy, slow world, do you think part of her was like flattered or like bummed out by him tweeting about her?
2: Oh, I bet it's not very nice. I, I, I wouldn't like it. Actually, hmm, would I not like it? <laughs> I think I'd be flattered. <laughs> I think I I'd love like... it. Oh, okay. He like, seems to care. <laughs> yeah, it's like with um, my you know my ex was a comic, and I was really, really looking forward to him doing a show about me, which he never did, which was very sad. <sighs> Because you just, you know, you just want that bit. You? you just want someone talking about I like how you me. started out with the respectable, mm-hmm. oh, no, it'd be awful. i really,
0: I don't want to see him hurt. You know, that's the real, and then like, like that, actually, that'd be delicious. That <laughs> <laughs> would just be just terrific if he spent a year pining after me. The bitcher the guy gets, the, the happier I'd be. I'd love it. Rosie would love it. We'd all love it. Yeah. If you were at home saying, I, I wouldn't
1: love so it, good. you're lying. <laughs> I have an ex, and it was such a horrible breakup. And I was telling Chantel about this on Friday. Every now and then he he, he oh, yes. followed my Twitter and then I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit gross, whatever. But then at six months later, he then followed me again. So I was like, hang on a sec. Why have I got the notification again? I realized he unfollowed me. He couldn't handle I it. He it. couldn't handle it. I love it. It's
2: so flattering. It's- and also that's like, he didn't, mute, he didn't mute you. Yeah, He actually unfollowed you because if and he was going to meet you he wouldn't have to see what saying, to but he was like, "No, I need you to know." you don't need to follow someone to
0: look at their Twitter just look at her Twitter man <laughs> just check out her Twitter every now and then you haven't got to follow them it's so unnecessary <laughs> she's not private like just look at it you can just read it all it's there it's so weird I love it yeah I think Millie I think Millie loved Professor Green being all butthurt about them, their breakup mm-hmm.
1: So, Chantal, do you want to ask the question? That we, oh, yes. The final we've,
0: question. We've come to that time, Rosie. We ask every guest we have on the same question. There is a single celebrity out there who we love, who I'm sure you love, but who's unbelievably single. We are not suggesting she needs anyone. We just feel everyone deserves to be loved. So, who would you pair up with the one, the only, share.
2: <gasps> oh, who would I pair up with, Cher? Who can
0: reach her level?
2: Oh, I think somebody oh. like... Oh no, do you not keep? I don't. I don't want this person. But he keeps coming into my head because obviously he's cancelled now, Who? and that's Arnie Hammer, <laughs> which obviously oh! that would be really bad. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously really bad. It just was in my head, but not him. <laughs> I was thinking of a young. Well, oh no, 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 man. no, no, no. <laughs> that, yeah, if that's if The heart wants what the
0: heart wants, Rosie. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, I, I mean, because he's he's clearly If not anyone so could, sh- I think if anyone could, because sh- his whole thing was—I don't want to get into it—from the brief, brief, not get into it thing. A lot of it was about power, and if anyone can definitely outpower him, it is Cher. If anyone can set him straight, you know what? yeah, she would say if
1: she called him up, Danny, that nonsense. Joe, you know she'd say, "Snap out <laughs> of it." <laughs> <laughs> So I think I think I think you'd actually be helping
0: um, the women of the world yeah. by doing that. She'd whip them into shape. Yeah. So good. That's, what, that's could a great, him. What an army hammer. That's brilliant. I love how he just how you, in your mind's like, no, 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 not him. Anyone but him. But he just kept coming back. Oh, amazing stuff! That was great.
2: Well, thank you so much, <laughs> Rose. It's been so, thank so lovely. Much. Thank you so much where can we find you is there anything you have coming up you can find me on uh, the twitter and the instagram on at rosie is a halt <laughs> coming up i don't know who knows something great
0: she's always got yeah. she's always got a lot of buns <laughs> in the oven guys rosie's going she going places babes it's getting there it's blowing up The Way They Were is an Amanda
1: Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com
0: or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod
1: and on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye! Goodbye! The The way way they they were. were.
2: 18 plus.